Hi there, and welcome to Vibe High with Anne-Marie Evans. This is Anne-Marie Evans, and today's episode is going to be about the shadow self. Shadow work, what does that look like? What does that mean? We're going to get down to what I believe everybody should know about and everybody should be doing for themselves to bring them to the best version of who they are and to release some of the things that needs releasing that no longer serves us. So if this sounds like something that you're interested in, keep listening. All right, the shadow self. What does that mean? What is that? Who is the shadow self? The shadow self is a part of us. Everybody has a side of themselves that is related to the shadow. If you've been following me for a while, you know I talk a lot about duality and this this fact that we are in the realm of duality, that there is this contrast, that there is, you know, the yin to the yang, the dark and the light, the good and the bad, the negative and the positive. And so with the contrast, we also have contrast within ourselves being the shadow self and the light version of us, which is our authentic being, which is, you know, who we were when we first came into the, into the universe, into this earth plane is something that is so pure, so love, so much light, um, that comes from heaven, you know, if you believe in that. And, um, but with that coming into the realm of duality, we have to realize that there is duality in everything and that is including ourselves. And so when we think about the shadow aspect of ourselves, this can be described as, as parts of our personality that we do not like to admit we have parts of us that comes from a negative aspect. Um, a lot of the times this is a lot of things that are sitting in the unconscious, the subconscious mind, because we don't want to have it out in the light. It makes us feel uncomfortable. We do not like these aspects of ourselves. We look at them as negatives. We look at them as things to be ashamed about or embarrassed about. Um, and we all have these aspects of us. It's whether we recognize it or not and how we work with that energy and that part of us. A lot of times, a lot of people don't even know what shadow work is, understandably, because we're not taught this in school. And so once you kind of go through a spiritual awakening, or maybe, you know, you're kind of getting into the realm of the woo-woo, this is more of something that you might be hearing about more often. Um, and I personally, as a healer, as a light worker, I truly believe that everybody needs to do some sort of shadow work and really needs to get to know their shadow side on a deeper level, really getting to know parts of us on a deeper level, rather than just kind of going through our lives subconsciously, habitually doing what we do, feeling what we feel, thinking what we think, and not really working with that to serve us so that we can work on self-mastery, so we can work on the evolution of our spirit, work on the evolution of our soul, be the best version of ourselves. I know that everyone strives and wants to be the best version of themselves. What kind of work are you doing to get there? Shadow work is an excellent thing to do for you so that you can work on leveling up the next step in self-mastery, if you will. Um, but the thing about shadow work is that it's not easy. It's hard. It doesn't feel good. Nobody likes to look at these aspects of ourselves that we look at as negative or something that we don't like to particularly admit that we have. Maybe it's like anger towards situations, or maybe it's like, um, negative reactions to different things that come into our lives that are similar in itself. 
I'll go in to, to that a little bit deeper, but just to give you guys a little bit of ideas there. So when we talk about the shadow self, like how do we recognize this part of us? So how do we get to know the the shadow self? Because if we don't know about it, if we don't know what that is, how can we distinguish that then? So what it takes for this to happen is um, a lot of self-awareness, a lot of really getting to know who you are on a deeper level, a lot of observation and um, conscious, um, deliberate action and looking at you, looking at your spirit, looking at your traits, looking at your behaviors, looking at your belief systems and seeing them for what they are. Um, meaning don't really necessarily cast a judgment of, oh, this is bad and stay in that energy. Just observe it for what it is. I say start with shadow work um, slowly because it's such a process. And another thing about shadow work too, is I do believe that you need to be open. You need to be willing, you need to be ready and you need to surrender to the action of doing all of this work because it's tough because you know, as I said, these are negative aspects of ourselves. These are things that we might be embarrassed of. Um, these are just things that don't serve us. And when we consciously open our eyes and open our mind and look at the perspectives of these um, on a deeper level, because it comes from a negative um, energetic field, a lot of people will avoid it. A lot of people, nobody likes to not feel good. But the important thing about shadow work and the and the and the whole idea of not feeling good, it's almost like um, I don't know why this is popping into my head right now, but the the best way I can describe it, it's like childbirth. Nobody likes to go through labor and through all that pain, but the end of it, you're free after that, and there's such liberation after that, and now you have this beautiful gift in front of you. I think it very well is an example of shadow work. It's painful. It's hard. You don't know how long it'll last, but when you get there, <laughs> it's liberating. And I laugh because I've done so much shadow work for myself and I know how hard it is. I've been in, you know, I will admit I have been in fetal position on the ground like a baby through some of the shadow work that I've done. But at the very end of it, there's bricks that have been lifted off my shoulders. There's this liberation around this. There's no longer a tie to something that doesn't serve me anymore that makes me feel like shit to feeling free from that. If that sounds like something that you want, then keep listening because I feel like shadow work is not known about uh, the way it should be. It's becoming more common now. Um, but if this is your first time or if it's a reoccurring message for you, there's a reason for that. There's a reason why you're here. There's a reason why you're listening. So let's talk a little bit more about this shadow self and what shadow work looks like. So the shadow self, if you were, um, you know, I guess the first step would be like, okay, well, how do I get to know my shadow self? As I mentioned, it talk, it starts with conscious awareness. It talks, it talks about self-awareness um, and the best way to do this, in my opinion, is to meditate, to meditate and listen to the thoughts that come in your head, to really get to know where where they come from, what they are, why you think the way you do. Maybe it's not necessarily meditation, but maybe it's like, okay, I'm going to keep a journal with me. And anytime I recognize me feeling negative or me feeling like I'm pissed off or annoyed or anxious or something low vibrational that just doesn't feel good. I'm going to journal this. I'm going to write it down for what it is so that I can pay more attention, so I could recognize some of these traits, so I can see some of these shadows. 
Because if it's a negative feeling, if it's something that makes you feel bad or not so great, then this is the shadow part of the light. The opposite of light is, sorry, the opposite of shadow is light. And when you're there, when you're in the light, you're feeling good, you're feeling joyful, you're feeling blissful and nirvana, whatever it may be. And so if you're there, you're there, stay there, stay in the light. If you are not feeling good, if there's something that's triggered you, made you feel bad, whatever, there's a shadow there. So this is what we're looking at. Okay. This is where a journal comes in really handy because shadow work, as I said, is a process. The first step is really just recognizing the shadow, recognizing it for what it is, recognizing it for what it's trying to tell you because our emotions are also our internal GPS system. They're not there to sweep us away to make us feel worse. They're speaking to us. Are we recognizing that? Are we conscious to that? This is where our awareness comes in. Um, If you've been following me for a while, you know that something that I always say is that everything in life is a blessing or a lesson. And if it's not a blessing, then there's a lesson behind that. And if we think about things that are not blessings, they're again, negative, they don't feel good. So what is the lesson around this? So when we look at shadow work, um, this is where we kind of really dig deep. So let's just give an example here so that you guys can kind of run with this and get to where I'm trying to go with this. An example of shadow work. Okay. I, the reason why this is becoming a topic right now or the episode for this week is because, well, first of all, I did plan to have this as a, as a topic at some point, but ironically enough, this past weekend, I have literally done some shadow work unexpectedly for myself, which feels amazing. If you saw my picture on social media, it did not look amazing but it feels amazing now because I have freed myself from from this trait, this personality of mine that I've had since the beginning of time, since you know childhood. And speaking of childhood, I will just say that I use shadow work and inner child work interchangeably because a lot of our shadows do stem from our childhood. The things that we've been taught to believe, the things that we have learned through experience, we come into this realm so pure, so loving, so divine. And we learn things as we go, which start to create these shadows because now we're in the realm of duality. Now we got to strip some of the light away, bring in some shadows. And this is where we evolve our spirit. So shadow work isn't a bad thing, but it's a hard thing. And so with my experience this past weekend, it was um, not to get into full on details because it's quite the story, but pretty much what happened was Um, My husband is amazing for bringing shadows out within me without even knowing it. Um, But through discussion and through just events that happened this week, some of the shadows that came out for me was things from my childhood where I was made to feel like I wasn't enough, made to feel like I can never do anything right, made to feel like I um, just wasn't good enough. Like all of those things that I think everyone can relate to in some way, shape or form in their life. And if I look back to my childhood, this was due to always being criticized with everything I did. Everything I could have done, it could have done been done better is what I was taught. Um, you know, I should try harder. I need to do better. I need to do things like this person, like that person. I was very, I was always compared to other people. And so this past weekend, um, it wasn't necessarily, it wasn't like my husband was saying to me, you're not good enough, da, da, da. Oh, you should do this better. It was more so of, Long story short, I was dedicating a few days to my business where I said, screw this. I'm not doing any housework. I need to just stop with the housework. I need to focus on my business because I work from home. So it gets really distracting. And 
my balance of work and home life is not very good. So I made a conscious decision to say, these few days, I'm not doing any of it. I didn't tell him. I didn't have that conversation. It was really just for myself. And so I hustled asked my business. I got a lot of stuff done. But when my husband came home those few days, he never said anything, but passive aggressively, I knew he was thinking in his mind, why is this house still a mess? Why is the laundry not done? Why are the dishes still on the counter? Thinking I had all this time. And so you know, long story short, not to get in, I keep saying that, but not to get in too much detail, the back and forth um, conversation and lack of even the energetic exchange that me and my husband were having, and I knew what he was thinking and and all of this, these things, it made me feel small. I started to contract down into my seat, kind of hunch down, hunch my back over, feeling like I just was a failure, like I could not do anything right. Like, how could I have left my house to be such in shambles? And it was bringing back all of these emotions of my childhood of not being able to do anything right, not being able to be good enough, not being able to just like all of these old memories and all of these old shadows busting in. Interesting enough, because it's not like he said any of these these things to me. I was told those things as a child, I could do better. This isn't good enough, da 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 da. But what he was the way he was reacting and just the vibrational state that he was in and all of these things, I knew that's what he was thinking. So of course the human mind goes down this rabbit hole. Shadow Shadows can do that to us. We go down this shadow rabbit hole of not feeling good. Um, and I could have sat there and I could have pouted and I could have felt sorry for myself and I might have a little bit, but um, feeling this way and kind of angry at him also for making me feel this way when he didn't realize the things that I was doing, that I was busy from this time to this time. And I was on a call from this time to this time. And I was, you know, doing all these things and still working with clients. He had no idea what my day consisted of. He just made an assumption. And, um, and you know, as we were going through this process this weekend, and as I was feeling like crap about not being good enough and all of these things, even though he didn't say that, thank goodness for self-awareness. Because if it wasn't for self-awareness, if it wasn't for conscious observations of like who I am and why I feel the way I do and what what my emotions are telling me. I could have sat in that state and just felt sorry for myself and been angry for at him for making me feel that way and been stuck in that space of feeling that. But I've done shadow work for myself many times. And so I looked at that and I said to myself, why do I feel this way? Why do I feel like I'm not enough? Where is this coming from? Why do I feel like Everything I do is a failure. Like I can't do anything right and I can't, you know, do an, enough things. I'm, I kind of have like an addiction to constantly being busy and constantly doing something. And now I realize where that comes from. You know, there's layer upon layer with shadow work. So some of these things I have stripped away and I have healed from, but there's obviously more layers that I needed to look at. And so as, you know, we were driving to the mountains and this is where I sat with myself and said, okay, time to do some shadow work. Anne-Marie, what's going on with you? Why do you feel this way? Where is this feeling coming from? Where were you made to believe that you can't do anything right? Where were you made to believe that um, this isn't good enough? It wasn't the situation that happened right in that moment with the husband. It was, why am I having all these all these old emotional things resurface because I know they're not true. Like I really do know that I am good enough, that I do work hard enough, that everything I do is is enough. But where is this stemming from? 
all of a sudden with the conscious decision to look at this, to sit with this, to look deeper within myself, because I know it had nothing to do with my husband, even though I could have sat there and blamed him for making me feel that way. It had nothing to do with him. It had everything to do with me. Another tip about shadow work is that it takes us looking at ourselves and ourselves alone and not necessarily the situation or the people involved in these shadows to really dig deep and heal from these things. And with that conscious decision to sit with that and look at it and feel into it and look at me, I realized that a memory had come in from childhood where, you know, I could hear my mom's voice saying all of these things to me, saying, um, why do you do it like this? You shouldn't do it like this. Or there was just constant, there's constant, um, memories of living in that life. And I, and I say this for the example, I don't say this so that you can think badly of my mom or think like, I'm a spoiled brat, just listen to your mom, whatever it may be. It is just to give you a background of the story. I fully am grateful for my mom and the things that she's done because it's bringing me to the best version of myself. And it is, it's, it is serving me in ways that I never realized. So I'm just going to leave that with that, leave that there because that's not what this episode is about. But I think you guys get my point is that when there's these certain triggers or these certain things that create negative emotional feelings within ourselves, um, they can they can bring back memories from our past, from our childhood that we might have pushed under the rug into the shadows that we may have forgotten about fully because it didn't feel good. It didn't make us feel good. And so the thing with when we put things into the shadows and sweep them under the rug and we stop looking at them this is going to be a constant lesson for us until we can heal from that shadow. And this is why shadow work is so important. Um, because without healing from these things or without really looking at them and bringing them out into the light so that we can no longer have them and remove them from the shadows and release them fully, then it's just going to constantly be an issue where now when we have new experiences um, that happen in our life, these new experiences can either reconfirm what it is that we don't like, meaning my husband could have absolutely reconfirmed all of those feelings and I could have stayed there and not learned from it. Or I can bring it out to the light and say, how can I shift from this so that if a similar situation happens in the future, say maybe this is just an example. I am my own boss, but say for some reason I got a job and all of a sudden my boss tells me I'm doing something wrong or it's not good enough or whatever. Now I'm going to be triggered. Now I'm going to start feeling really bad. Like I'm such a failure. Like I can never do anything right. It's just a cycle, a cycle, a cycle, a cycle. We've all heard of ancestral um, traumas, ancestral things that get pa- passed down the the family line. And the, and the shadows are is an example of that. Because if we're also not looking at the shadow aspect of ourselves and it's just down in the darkness and it stays there, It'll continue to stay there until we deal with it. So one quick ex- one quick example is the one that I gave about what happened this past weekend and where my shadow work came from. So how did I shift myself out of that? How with the recognize recognition of like, okay, here's a shadow. Now I'm observed. Now I've observed it. I'm stuttering all over the place. Excuse me. Um, and now I'm aware of this. Okay. Now that that step after that was like asking myself where this came from. Where was the root of this? Where did this first get taught to me to make me believe that this is true all the way through until here I am now, almost 40, still feeling that same way? 
And so when you could get down to the root, and this takes time, depending on how deep the shadow is, depending on how big the trigger is, depending on how negative you feel or how much it's affected you in your life, because there's so many different levels and um, extremes of this, will also depend on how easy it is to reverse the shadow, how hard it is to keep it out into the light. Um, Also, your open and willingness plays a big part. If you're not open and willing then you may as well just wait till you are because, well, I shouldn't necessarily say that, but um, that's the most important thing is surrendering and really being open and willing to free yourself from this. Because when you're not open and you're not willing, you're hanging on to something. And when you're hanging on to something, a part of that shadow, a fragment of that shadow, it's going to stay with you. So how did I reverse that for me? It was, you know, the conscious awareness, this is where it's coming from. I figured out the root, okay? And the root is there. The root is from my childhood. The root is of what I was taught to believe as a very young lady, teenager, child, whatever you want to call it. Um, And now here I am as this adult that is so wise, that knows so much that I am enough, that I am lovable, that I do do enough, that I, you know, all of the things that are true, not the belief systems that I have made to believe that aren't true. And if that's the case, then why is it so hard for these shadows to to leave us, to release these things. And something that I talk a lot about for people that have done some shadow work with me or we've had the discussion about it is, is that because a lot of these shadows stem from our childhood, when we are young, when we are first learning, when we are first being introduced to this duality world, this realm that we're in, um, this is where this part of us, so say, for example, my first experience of mom telling me I wasn't good enough, I need to do better, and whatever I'll say, I was five years old. Okay. That was my first experience. So if we think about being five, okay. And we always talk about this inner child within us that we do not play enough with. We all do that. We are guilty of that. Um, it's that inner child version of me that has not been nurtured. The child version of me, the five-year-old version of me that has first encountered this interaction of feeling this way, of believing this belief has not been told. And so when I do my shadow work, and these are my tactics, just know that there might be other forms that might work better for you. I would say, listen to this podcast, take it for what it is, and still do a lot more research, a lot more digging, a lot more um, learning about shadow work, because there's methods, there's different methods, there's different ways, and one might not work for one person, another might work for another. So just to say that these these are the kind of the ways that I work with myself. Um, also, every time I've done shadow work, it hasn't always been the same because let's face it, not all of our shadows are the same. So the way I've healed from them are different sometimes. The way it's come to me, the old memories are different sometimes. Maybe it's just an inner knowing or maybe I all of a sudden see this vision where I see my mom talking to me or whatever it is. Everything is different. So take everything with a grain of salt, but take it for what it is too. Um, so with the root, with the root, um, explanation of why I was feeling the way I was doing, I was feeling, I sat with myself in a meditation and I literally put my hand on my heart, my hand on my solar plexus, my other one. And I feel into the energy in my body and I feel into the energy of my inner child. I tap into the older version of me, the five-year-old version of me that hasn't been nurtured, that hasn't been told it's okay. The five-year-old version of me that hasn't been told you are enough. I work with that energy. I work with that part of me. And 
you know, it's such a simple concept, but it's so powerful because by the end of my meditation, by the time I get out of it, I feel complete liberation. I now know that now my adult version of me that is wise and knows the truth about I am enough and I do enough and I do great at what I do is now in congruency with the inner child me, child version of me that now feels the same. There was a there was a disconnect there. The inner child was like, well, I still don't believe it because no one's told me this. And so this is the part of me that I work with when I distinguish what the shadow part is of me, where I figure out what the root cause is or where the root um, experience was that created the shadow within me. And then I reverse that. It's powerful, powerful work. And something that I will say about shadow work is that um, if it's new to you, it might it might not be as simple as, you know, a single session like what I can do for myself because I have done a lot of work. Um, it might be something that um, takes even longer. It might take multiple sessions. It might take, um, you know, it might you might find that you are just really struggling struggling with something and you've done multiple sessions. What I want to say about that is, do not give up on yourself because. You know, if you think about where these shadows come from, we've been living with these things since we were young, since we were young children. Um, and as adults trying to work through these things, we were children longer than we were adults. Or maybe that's not true either, depending on who's listening to this. But um, we've been with that shadow part of us for way longer than we have when we start to work with it is the whole point of me saying that. I hope that makes sense. So be kind to yourself, be compassionate to yourself, recognize the energy that you're sitting in when you are trying to do this work. Um, is it one that is still on the negative side of it? Or is it one that you're feeding more love and light into where you're being kind to yourself? Um, some of the other ways to, to deal with shadow work is to also look at some of these triggers, also look at some of these negative aspects for what they are rather than feeding into the part of it that is negative. Negative is a human um, human thing. It is not a spirit thing, right? When Where we come from, there is no contrast. That's why we decided to come to earth was to evolve our spirit, was to have this contrast so that we can recognize the difference between what we can appreciate and what, you know, what isn't serving us. So when you're working with your shadows, what I would really recommend is to really start just observing, observing yourself, you know, having more self-awareness to who you are, what you think, what you believe, what you feel, just really getting to know that side of you first without um, attachment to what side of duality, duality it is. Meaning, obviously, shadows are on the negative side. We don't want to feed it more negative. We just want to see it for what it is. There is just this contrast. We're in the realm of duality. So it's just there. It just is. And if you're going to feed it any energy, then give it compassion, give it love, give it understanding, because this is what's going to also help shift out of the energy of the negative, out of the shadow into the light. Okay. Like attracts like. We already know that. So um, dealing with shadow work with more shadow energy isn't the way to go about it. Okay. So this is where I can't stress it enough to be kind and compassionate, kind and compassionate, kind and compassionate to yourself. This is why I always put my hand on my heart because it's the easiest way to feel into that energy. So if you need to do that, I would say do that. If you need to journal, I would say journal. Um, 
And the great thing is, is that there's so many resources, but this is just a quick intro to like, what is the shadow self? How can we deal with this? And how can it serve you? And shadow work will only serve you when you recognize that there is a lesson behind it and that it's speaking to you and it's helping you shift into the light. It obviously does not serve you when we are closed off to that, when we are not really looking at it, when we are not conscious to the situation. So that being said, I think that as I was speaking, you know, as you were listening to this, I do feel like you are already thinking about different sides of yourself that is your shadow self, maybe some aspects of yourself that are negative, maybe different situations that have happened in your life where you have been triggered. Really look at those things. And I always say when we are looking at the shadow parts of ourselves, this is the self. This is where we look at our, you know, bring the story to us and us alone. For me, nothing would have served me if for the old shadows I had that my mom had created, not to say she did it on purpose, but it did happen. Um, I could have easily sat in that energy and just kept blaming her um, for that. But instead, now I thank her for it because if it wasn't for those experiences, I would not have been able to evolve to this better version of me where I know the truth of who I am, where I feel more connected to myself, where um, I am no longer affected by new experiences that come in that may in the past have made me feel that way, but I recognize that's not truth. And I've, I know that now and I, and I recognize where that came from and I have released that and I can be grateful for that. So I hope that was helpful as far as what the shadow self is. Again, this is just parts of a personality that we might not like admitting that we have. These are kind of the negative, negative aspects of ourselves. And when we can look at these parts of ourselves and work with it, you will be surprised at how good you feel, at, have, at how much more you feel like you are yourself. And the good thing about shadow work is that if you make this a priority and you do numerous things around your shadows, you will automatically live a happier, more fulfilling life. And it just, it just is that way. And you'll also find that the more shadow work you do, obviously the less shadows you'll have, which means, as I said, less negative experiences and negative things in your life. There's liberation and freedom when you can do that. So I hope that was helpful. If you guys have any questions about shadow work, if you know you want to talk to me more about it, please reach out. This is part of what I do. So um, other than that, if you know, please do not be shy. I am here to help. I'm here to serve. That is my job. But again, the internet is a great resource for you to really dig down deeper about shadow work, what that is, what that looks like. And I would really encourage meditating to observe you on a deeper level, get to know you on a deeper level. I'd really encourage writing in a journal to write these things down so that you can have them out of your head and in front of you so that you can look at these. And now this is like the first step of bringing out into the light. Um, and the other thing is, I would also say, do not forget the the self-compassion and kindness that you need for yourself, because if you are planning to do shadow work for yourself, please give yourself a pat on the back. As I said, it's not easy. It's very difficult. I have been in fetal position, as I mentioned, I think I mentioned that at the beginning of this podcast anyways, going through some really, really deep shadow work stuff. And there's nothing wrong with that. Because here's the thing too, 
If I was embarrassed to talk about the fact that I was in fetal position, crying my eyes out, feeling like I was dying through some of the shadow work I have done, and I didn't share that, that's another example of shadow work. What part of this, because now I feel small, now I feel embarrassed, shadow shadows, why would I feel embarrassed? Maybe there is an example there of I cried when I was younger and I was made to feel like you shouldn't cry. That's crying's for babies, blah, 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 blah. Another shadow. Some of you might relate to that one. So really paying attention, self-awareness, consciousness to who you are, why you are the way you are, the things that you do, the things that you think, things that you feel. If they are negative, there's a shadow there. How can you work with that? I'd love to hear back from you guys. Let me know if this episode was helpful. I hope you guys have a beautiful, beautiful week. And do not forget to vibe high, baby, because that's where the magic happens. Thank you for listening to episode 10, The Shadow Self. If you are enjoying my podcast, I would love for you to subscribe to it, share with friends, leave a review. Also, if you aren't following me on social media, my handle is Vibe High with AME on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, Snapchat, and all of that good stuff. See you guys next week for my episode 11 on Vibe High with Henry Evans. Mm-hmm.